From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, July 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Mount Carmel Health System in Columbus says it is moving forward today with a new system-wide COVID-19 vaccine requirement. Tracy Townsend reports that would make them the first hospital in the Columbus area to do so. Employees who do not meet criteria for exemption and fail to show proof of vaccination will have their employment terminated. Hospital administrators say, quote, we are confident in the safety and efficacy of all COVID-19 vaccines, and this new requirement will help provide peace of mind for every single person who enters our facilities. We are proud to reinforce our commitment to creating the safest environment possible for the communities we serve. And that is a quote from administrators at Mount Carmel Health System. I'm Tracy Townsend. Authorities in central Ohio have filed charges against one suspect in connection with remains found at a reservoir north of Columbus. A man is now charged with murder in the death of a man found dead in a bin at Alum Creek Lake. The Delaware County Sheriff's Office charged Timothy Baldrick with murder in connection with the death of 37-year-old Timothy Robert Markham. Markham died from a gunshot wound late last month. Baldrick also faces charges for abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence. A group of mourning mothers gathered in Columbus last night to highlight the skyrocketing violence among young people. More from Yolanda Harris. The group Mothers of Murdered Columbus Children held what they called an emergency anti-violence rally. You know the kids. They put everything on video. I had to watch my daughter get murdered, and I had to watch her take her last breath on a viral video. You just heard from Seneca Turner. Her daughter, Mackenzie Ridley, died last month after being caught in the crossfire of a shooting outside a recreation center. This rally was held to call for an end to the senseless violence that's killing so many young people. I'm Yolanda Harris. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson says the availability of guns is fueling the uptick in violence his city is seeing. Laura Queso reports. 88 homicides in 2021 compared to 63 at this time in 2020. Shootings are up nearly 50 percent. Jackson says in order to address violent crimes, We have to address the availability of guns. That is an immediate thing that can happen. Noting the 14 shootings over the 4th of July weekend, police said residents called in a number of tips and concerns that actually helped police to stop more shootings. I'm Laura Queso. Cleveland police confiscated 950 guns last year. This year, that number is already more than 1,600. The Ohio State University released new details yesterday about their plan to return to full capacity at Ohio Stadium during football season. Yolanda Harris has more with Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith. All tickets will be scanned electronically, so that means no paper tickets. At concession stands, it will be all cards and no cash. And the biggest news, face masks will not be required. We would hope that if someone's uh, unvaccinated, they would wear a mask out of respect for others. Uh, But that's not something we're going to control. Ohio State's home opener is a big one. A top 25 matchup as Oregon comes to town on September 11th. I'm Yolanda Harris. Governor Mike DeWine is pushing back against a recent study that says his Vaximilian lottery failed to boost vaccination numbers in Ohio. Researchers with Boston University compared vaccine data in Ohio versus states that did not have a lottery incentive, and their data showed the daily vaccination rate dropped per 100,000 people. But Governor DeWine's office says the study is flawed, saying it based its data on dates a vaccination was reported to the CDC, not when the first dose was started. The governor's office says the data clearly shows a significant increase after the Vaximilian announcement was made. 
In Cincinnati, the Hamilton County prosecutor has decided his office will no longer offer plea bargains in any cases involving gun violence or possession of illegal firearms. ONN's Dave James reports. Joe Dieters says his decision takes effect immediately. The directive comes in the wake of a violent holiday weekend in Cincinnati. Among the incidents was a 4th of July shooting at a downtown park where authorities say a 19-year-old man and a 16-year-old boy opened fire on each other leaving both of them dead and three innocent bystanders wounded. Dave James, I went in news. Two people are startled but unharmed after being carjacked in an East Cleveland suburb. ONN's Michael Kelly has more. Imagine coming home from a trip to the grocery store only to have your vehicle swiped out of your own driveway at gunpoint. University Heights police say that's what happened to two people on Tuesday night. They say those suspects were masked and demanded the two look away and drop everything before speeding off in the gray Subaru Forester. Investigators believe the perps may have followed the victims home. They'll be stepping up patrols at nearby parking lots to look for suspicious activity. Michael Kelly, ONN News. The Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services has released the latest unemployment numbers from last week. More from Tracy Townsend. More than 10,000 traditional jobless claims were filed. That's 427 more than the week before. And more than 3,900 people applied for pandemic unemployment assistance. That's 35 fewer than the week before. Ohio's unemployment rate now sits at 5%. I'm Tracy Townsend. Three Ohio electric companies will refund customers amounts collected from a fee created by legislation known as House Bill 6, the energy bill tied to an alleged bribery scheme. More on this from Dave James. The Public Utilities Commission of Ohio issued an order requiring Ohio Edison, Toledo Edison, and Cleveland Electric Illuminating Company to credit customers more than $27 million. The companies are owned by Akron-based First Energy. The one-time refunds are likely to be in the 8 to $16 range for residential customers. Businesses also will receive refunds. Dave James, I'll win in news. The TSA on Tuesday stopped a passenger from bringing a handgun onto a plane at John Glenn Columbus International Airport. More from Clay Gordon. The gun was in a carry-on bag. Now, the firearm was not loaded and the safety was engaged. An officer responded to the checkpoint, cited the traveler, and confiscating that weapon. Remember, you can transport firearms, but they must be unloaded and locked in a hard-sided container. It has to be transported in checked baggage only. The rules are the same with replica firearms and ammunition. I'm Clay Gordon. And in Northwest Ohio, the Kiwanis Club of Fremont is celebrating its 100th year and is building a playground it says is for children of all ages and abilities. Tiffany Tarpley has more with group member Tom Bolas. The group broke ground on Roger Young Park and members raised about $600,000 for the project and hope to allow children of all abilities to come together to play. Giving that part of our community a place where they can be welcome and play it's not an isolated area for them. It's inclusive, and this will be fun for everybody. We really want to embrace our entire community. The group hopes to have the playground open by September. In the newsroom, Tiffany Tarpley. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.